This is episode nine of Surviving Sky. So this episode's going to be a little different. It's going to be a, a bit of a bonus episode. I'm going to go through and look at the most frequently asked questions that I get about Sky's case and everything around it. But in order to keep me on task and keep me from rambling, because I will ramble, I do have my husband here with me who's going to help me. He's going to ask me the questions. I We kind of went over them together at first, but he's just going to ask and I'm just going to answer them as best as I can. Right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So actually, first, <laughs> let me introduce you to my husband. Tim, say hello. Hi. <laughs> so if you guys don't know anything about my husband, he is a world famous tattooer. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would like to I would like to think so. I mean, you tattoo me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> but also, Tim was with me before Sky even went missing. Um, we started dating just a few months before. He doesn't know Sky well. Yeah, but... I think we only met like twice that I could remember, maybe three times, maximum of four. Like there was not it was definitely not more than that. Yeah, but he does have like a firsthand experience with this whole situation. So <clears throat> he is honestly my biggest supporter throughout all of this. He is, you know, the person I you know, send a podcast to before I even publish it. He's the one that has made the cover art to the podcast. He even recorded something on his guitar. And that is what you hear at the beginning of each episode. So if you guys want to know how I'm doing all of this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Tim here. So I don't, I don't know if that's that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, true. Okay. That's hundred percent I mean, true. You're you're like the backbone mm-hmm. of me. I mean, right? I think. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of responsibility. <laughs> he, he he carries like the entire world on his shoulders. Little little does he know. <laughs> okay, so without further ado. Right? Let's uh let's kinda answer some things and see and see where it goes. Yeah, let's go. Okay, yeah. so in any particular order. Mm-hmm. And you can riff because I know Tim is also like, you know, my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, yeah, I won't <laughs> argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> so often he does look through the comments on TikTok or whatever. Um more so than I do, to be honest. So he keeps me very abreast up, up of what date, up to the, date. With the hot gas. Yes. <laughs> Just so I don't <laughs> become overwhelmed with things. So, I mean, he knows, I think he knows more about it than I do. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's clear, clear some things up. Let's do this. Okay. So. Here's a question. Um, I am going to read them out of order. But this okay. is the question that I see the most. Um, and I find it interesting that this is brought up so often, but maybe not considering the platform. But would you ever consider seeing a medium? Yes, I see that a lot. And 
Yes is not my answer, <laughs> but I, I see that question so often. I do hesitate with seeing a medium. I think because of the nature of this. If it was like, I guess somebody that had already, that I know definitively passed, or if I, if it wasn't so public, to be honest, because it's something that people can just research these days and you can find Sky's name out mm-hmm. there and you can find some like, you know, all this news and information about her case. And I just, the thing that I deal with and my family deals with so much right now is hope, like hope that we can find something. And to have somebody else kind of like fuck with that, I'm really apprehensive. I don't want to put my faith into something that I'm not sure of. I don't want to be hurt in that way. Like I have spent so long trying to, you know, build my own armor and defense around this. And to have somebody just kind of say they saw a vision or have a feeling or read it in the cards. I don't know. I just get like, it's not something that I'm, that I particularly believe in. I'm definitely of, I need some solid proof for me to actually believe it, Mm -hmm. you know? I understand people's like gut feelings and intuition. Like we all have that. Like most times I definitely want to trust my gut on certain things. Like if I meet somebody new and I get a weird feeling, I'm trusting my gut with that. But like in situations like this, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like what, like what, how do you feel? I want to know, like, I know you see these questions and you're just like, this is such a, it's not something in the realm that I think we necessarily believe in. Yeah, I think that it's it's I think that people offer that question as a way to be like, hey, you know, like try this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, try try this for the pain. Try this for you know, if you haven't tried, or if if everything else that you've been trying didn't work, try this. Um, I think maybe sometimes when that's you know brought up, it, it might be in that way. But yeah, it, it's the thing about that question is how frequently that's asked. Um, yeah, like I honestly want to know, like. Who are these mediums and who are they helping and how are they helping them? Like, <laughs> yeah, like how have you been helped by a medium? Um, just how, how send it in been... the comments. I want to know, like, what are you, what are you, the people who ask, what are you going for? How have you been helped by a medium outside of any way that you'd be helped by a therapist or some yeah. sort of, you know, mediator, like <laughs> yeah, you know, not, I know. Just not a medium, but a mediator, it, like somebody who can like help you through your, your issues. What is a medium doing? that those people aren't I know I just I mean I guess I just don't know it enough um I think that's another thing too like I don't know any mediums I don't know anybody who's ever been helped by them Mm -hmm. um honestly my grandmother on my dad's side went to a psychic after Sky went missing 
And she ended up telling my parents this a little after the fact that she did it because I think she felt a little embarrassed. But she wanted to see if anything, like, came of it. But nothing did, you know? Like, all the information that this person had given to my grandmother wasn't true. Yeah. You know? So I think that's, you know... Remember I said the rambling thing? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Let's, um, well, let me try to bleak. Okay. Wait. I, I think, to, like, I don't want to make this sound like I want to take anything away from anyone who believes in that either. True. You yeah. Know, um, because I've witnessed things that I cannot explain. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into yeah. that. But, you know, there are, there are, yeah. antenna out there who can you know at times things open up to you from somewhere else a lot of stuff that you know comes through me sometimes i have no idea where it's coming from but you know yeah, yeah it's yeah. there if somebody can read those signs and you know and, and help you out that's great but in this situation this specific thing like you said i think the information is too public mm-hmm. i think you can you can end up you know really you can just get hurt and yes. manipulated yes. it's just it's just something that i'm not well, i don't want to set myself up for that so yeah it's just not in, it's just not in the cards right now right okay what else okay <laughs> next question <laughs> um why do you think sky went to japan So, yeah, I see this also a lot. (laughs) And basically, Sky was obsessed with Japan. I think now, when I look back at all the information that I've gathered about Sky, basically, over the years, I think she might have been better in Japanese than I've than I originally thought. Or had been led to believe. Or had been led to yeah. believe. Yeah. I think, you know, she was like a quiet girl and she was shy. And I think she was really scared to put herself out there to like not... I think she was embarrassed. You know, when like I know like when mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn a language or something new, it's scary. Like you don't want to go out there and embarrass yourself or fuck up or offend anybody. Yeah. And I think like Sky really like kind of like lived in that space which prohibited her from practicing and expanding but like she loved like i feel like it was her preteens, like 12 when she was starting to get into anime and things like that and it wasn't really mainstream yet at that time so she was really like into this like whole fantasy of anime and manga and i mean she was in it for so long that yeah she wanted to go to japan yeah that was it it was just like that is my dream yeah and she went to school to study like international uh, i think it was like international business with a focus on japanese studies and learning japanese and I don't think she really knew how to get exactly what she wanted. So she wasn't doing well in school. So 
she ended up not being able to do the study abroad program. And I don't think it was a full like study abroad. I think it was just like, you're gonna spend a few weeks there in the summer. And um, unfortunately, that didn't work out. So she took it into her, her own hands. Yeah, she was hell-bent to get there. Yeah, and yeah. that was why she went. Just a love and a passion for it. Yeah. That nobody was going to stop her. You know, it's crazy to me. Sorry to like just no, jump right jump in. in. Um, it's crazy to me that it's always been assumed or sort of, you know, when, when you had the chance to talk to the professor and they said, oh, you know, well, Sky wasn't very good at Japanese. Considering the type of person that Sky was, it wouldn't be surprising at all that she was fluent yeah. without being able like, how many times have you heard stories about like, you know, people like with stage fright and then like behind a closed door, you hear somebody singing and it's like amazing. And yeah. like, you know, it's just this person who's like, you know, never said a word in class or whatever, like. Those stories exist because those people exist, and Sky was probably, you know, yeah, a she, good possibility. I know, because the more I think about it, if she was looking, like, all of her manga were in Japanese. Yeah. And she was watching anime in Japanese all the time. So, I'm sure she was probably using some sort of, like, computer tool as well, and she was going to school for it. You know, it actually reminds and me for of... For years... Yeah. You know? It, it reminds me of when I was working at the group home that I was working at. Mm -hmm. There was a period of time where manga got huge. Yeah. And the kids that I was wor working with learned Japanese. Right? They learned Japanese. Yes, mm -hmm. they did. Like, they communicated in Japanese. I don't speak Japanese, so I don't know how good it was. But <laughs> these kids didn't have access too much. They weren't spending their time on computers all day. Like, you know, communicating with people outside of their their friend group, mm -hmm. but they did have access to Japanese manga and like some translator books. Yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah, if they could have done it, anybody could, anybody could, but like sky had access to a lot of other things. She yeah. was enrolled in a school to learn this language. It wouldn't be surprising at all that she knew how to get by in Japan. Yeah. So like, yeah. Not that that was the question, but just touching but yeah, on that. But yeah, no, no, no. But basically, yeah, it was just her overall, like, love for Japan. Yeah. 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 I think that covers that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did Sky pay for this? It's so, one that comes up yeah, all the time. I see that a lot. So basically, Sky, um, as soon as she turned 16, I think it took her like a second to get a job, but her first job was at an amusement park. It was Lake Compounds, and that was on the Bristol and Southington line in Connecticut. She worked it for a summer, and then after that, she was working at a grocery store that was Price Chopper in Southington. Price Chopper, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she was working there. She was part-time. She was in school. Um, she would probably get like... I know during the summer, she'd probably get a few more hours, like, I'd say almost, like, full-time. And then when she was in school, it was, like, part-time hours. So she was working. Um, she was probably saving her money. But she was also buying a lot of stuff online. She always had a lot of, like, um, like what are they called? Um, action figures, like, anime, mm -hmm. um, collectible figures, mm -hmm. type, stuff like that. A lot of books. She was really, like, into consuming all those, con 
consumables, I guess. Yeah. She would even order like Japanese food mm-hmm. and have that shipped in. Um, but she must have like she we had access to her bank account. And she did have like we saw like a little bit of a history. She had like two, three thousand there at a certain point. But also something that I thought about later is she worked at a grocery store and you can cash your checks at grocery stores. Right. And you could just pocket that cash. Yeah. So we don't know how much cash. I think she- that was a lot more common of a practice back then too. I think so. Yeah, because I remember like, like I, I used to like and there were liquor stores that I would go to and just like and cash a check. Yeah, yeah. It would be like a like a five percent fee or something. I don't even know yeah. if it was that high, but yeah, yeah. So that's something else I was considering. If you work where she worked, she could have just been pocketing cash, and that's something that we can't trace. Right. I had also found out um, by looking through her messages on Facebook that she was like selling some of her stuff. Some are for, like, anime things or collectibles or favorite, like, movies or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I know she wouldn't be able to get too much for that if she was just selling them to her friends. So, like, $10, $15, $20 here and there. It adds up. It adds up. And, yeah. And don't forget, and I feel like you've mentioned this before on, um, you know, TikTok or on maybe another episode, but she was living at home. Yeah. She wasn't paying rent. No. She wasn't, you know, there wasn't anything that was going yeah, towards the Yeah, she didn't have, yep. She took out student loans. They were co-signed by my parents. Um, She was telling her friends that she was completely broke and that my mom and or my parents were making her pay for school. And that wasn't true. She never paid for school. When she left, since my parents were co-signers on the loans and she was missing and we didn't want to declare her as dead because then that closes the case... My parents got that monthly student loan bill for years until it was finally paid off. So my, like, it was, the whole situation's crazy. So I'm not too sure exactly how much cash she had on her. I know what was in her account. I know she took out like $800 when she was, um, she transferred in DC to like another flight. And she took out $800 there, but then she left $800 in her account. And I don't know why. And that was never touched. So. Yeah, that's such yeah. a weird. I know. That's such a weird sort of fact of the case. Mm-hmm. Like that's. $800 isn't a very large sum of money. No. But it's not a small amount of money. No. So that's very, very weird. Yeah. And to leave money too. Yeah. And she didn't have a credit card. She didn't have a phone. She didn't really have any bills. She had no bills. I can't even remember. I think she had her car bill, she was actually. She saving money for a long time. She had her car. I think that was it. But, like, she had, like, a Chevy Aveo, which we, my parents still have. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, my parents, even after she left, my parents still had to pay the rest of her car payment off because obviously they at that time they were co-signers. So like she left my parents with all a lot of debt, a lot of debt, like yeah. her student loan in her car yeah. because that's something. Yeah. Once you declare somebody missing as dead, like that's it. Like their case is closed. Maybe you can get out of that debt, but you can't do anything further. Yeah. So it's like, what, what do you do? You just absorb those bills. You absorb the bills. It's crazy. Yeah. 
And like, I know I had uh, <laughs> mentioned it in a previous TikTok. Like, my parents didn't make money. No. You know, like, my mom has been working her job for like 28 years. She's finally broken $18 an hour. My dad has only had one job. And I think if, you know, when he was working, because the company had shut down and he was forced into retirement and he never worked again. Like, it's, I don't think people realize. Like, the families, like, not everybody's ambitious. Not everybody knows how to work the system. Mm -hmm. And there's company culture out there that's just, like, you don't talk about what you get paid. Yeah. And of that that generation, that transparency isn't there. And then when, I know when my mom told me about what she was getting paid, I was was angry because she deserves so much more. But that's only a whole other, like, direction, like, I could ramble on about. So (laughs) if you want to talk about pay transparency, we can probably do that later. Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Next question. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you had a real lead? A real lead? I know I saw this question pretty recently. And, um... I mean, what's a real lead? Like, does, it, does that mean a sighting? Does that mean... I that... consider that, like, yeah, like a sighting. Yeah. Something that is, like, of substantial, reliable witness, you know, testimony or whatever. Um, a few days after It was, like, yeah, it was Japan, just right? a few days after yeah. um, the press conference. The press conference was the best thing that we could have done. But honestly, like, the leads only trickled in for, like, two or three days after the press conference. And then after that, there wasn't anything. I know I had stayed maybe another, like, week after the press conference. And we were, like, waiting. And there wasn't much. My mom stayed another week after I had went back. And she just waited. And nothing. Um, I know recently we've had some movement because I had reached out to the Southington Police Department and several months after I sent an email and, you know, I was waiting for a reply, I did get a call from a detective and that's who's taking over the case. Um, Not really taking over, but I would say like overseeing it now. But the truth is there were so many holes. They never, you know... They never... They never searched her room. They never searched her room. They never searched the car. They never searched the car. They never considered her, this to be anything other than just, like, a sad girl who just, like, left. Yeah, and that was entirely their... A story of their own making. Exactly. Like, nobody ever really came out and said that on your side. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, we also knew given the situation that she is an adult she's over 21 we had to say something because filing a missing persons report is literally just paperwork yeah there is no people hitting the ground there's no well it was after the email was found yeah it was after the unsent email was found that you then had that story to go on yeah that we had you know there was the yeah the draft the unsent email was you know Kind of said, I'm starting over. Um, Don't be mad at me type of thing. Yeah. 
Which but is not much to go on no. and is very ambiguous. It was pretty vague. And just, like, given her character, like, it's so different. Like, because you can tell a police officer or any kind of authority your thoughts, but they're only seeing things black and white. They're not factoring in the missing person's, like, personality or something. Like, like imagine if she had, like, a rap sheet or something. Then it would be a totally different narrative. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And then definitely there wouldn't be any help. You know? Right. Because, like, people's minds are already made up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting mad Which is kind of what that story, which is kind of yeah. what putting that spin on it did for them. Oh, yeah. she's depressed. She, she must yeah. be going to, like, you know, do this thing. Yeah, I know. But it was also, like, the only way you could get anybody to do anything, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. It's just. And you're stuck. You're always stuck between, like, a rock and a hard place. <laughs> like, you're just fucking squeezed in the shit you have to I don't know the shit you have to do and still like beat your head against the wall because nobody's taking you fucking seriously it's so infuriating yeah and I am not my family's not the only one who's gone through this nope Mm. What was that question? Did we answer it? <laughs> I just bit my I tongue. Mean, we, <laughs> I think we touched on it. Um, but it was the real lead. Yeah. When was the last time you had a Oh, real yeah, lead? yeah. I forgot where we were going. <laughs> it was answered within the first few words. <laughs> yeah. It was answered within the first few words of the, the answer. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Leads are funny. It's like, what is a real lead? At yeah, this point, I know. At this point, 14 years in, what is a real lead, you know? I know. Like, the, it, outside of being like, oh, she was spotted. Yeah. The detective some, some actual was able photos. to get my parents' DNA out of the Connecticut State Lab and sent it over to Interpol along with a yellow notice, which is for missing people, and a black notice, which is to check all the morgues. But unfortunately, with the conflict in Ukraine right now, the people at Interpol have been like moved around, and there's only two people working in the missing persons division right now, and there's a backlog of over like 3,000 cases. So even when I go onto the Interpol website now, I do not see Sky's information updated. And this was supposed to be done like years ago, and it wasn't. So, yeah, it should have been done 14 years there ago. Was, there's a lot to be mad about. Okay. Okay, moving on. Yes. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, do you think she would have left if she truly knew the impact it was going to have on the family? No. I don't think so. I think uh, I think she was just living with really bad depression. And it, that really clouds, you know, your judgment. But I feel like something would have been said to somebody. And I'm surprised, like, nobody never picked up on anything. I've never, none of her friends had ever come out and been like, you know, she said something this way. Or, but, you know, you don't see it in the moment. You don't see it in the moment. And 
I think you need to consider the place where this all happened. Yeah. And what the average person who is from this place mm-hmm. kind of experiences. I know. And the way that they move through life because of it. You know, this like lower yeah. middle class, you know. Outcast. You're just like yeah. kind of a, a sad, poor it's outcast. A, it's not... <laughs> It's not a unique story. No. If you know these types of towns and these types of people, it's not uncommon to, you know, to feel this way. Right. It looks it looks the same like when like all of my friends, like growing up, if I was to look at my friends, I'd say we we're all the same. We all come from the same kind of background. Mm-hmm. We've all have like there's a lot of family problems. But they seem normal because all your friends are going through it too. It's, and it it's looks totally normalized. the same. Yeah. The pain and the trauma all look the same because everybody's going through it. So you're not recognizing it when somebody's going through yeah, it. There's not an advocate in the group. No. There's not a no. single advocate in the group. No. And that's why nobody's saying anything. Yeah. Whether that's a friend or a family member. Yeah. Nobody's saying anything. Because everybody's going through it yeah. in some way. Yeah. So if she was in a different state, in a different mindset, then no, I don't think she would have done that. But given the state that she was in, it makes it makes sense. Like, yeah. I understand it. Like, I think coming from, you know, my family, I understand why. I, I know exactly why she did it the way she did it. Like, and the thing is, like, I'm not mad that she did it that way because I get it. Yeah. I like, think- I get it in my, like, in my heart. Like, and there's, like, I'm also, like, proud of her. If this is what she wanted, then I'm proud of her. But, you know, it's, I wish it didn't have to be this way. I know. <laughs> Like, I get it, but I just, I wish, I, I want to understand more. I wish I could ask her or see her and just, like, just tell her I understand. That's all. We were all sad. Yeah. All of us, everyone. Yeah. We've talked about this. I know. Like all of you guys, all in your family unit, mm-hmm. all of you have left in some way. Yeah. We're like all of together you alone. <laughs> We're Sky, just shells. Sky got the furthest away. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all of you have yeah. left. So the and the question's not to me, but <laughs> I think Sky would have left. Even knowing that it would have done this to the family because the family was already. I know. Like, the thing is, too, like, I I left at, like, 19 and I lived in my car in Pittsburgh and my parents didn't know where I was. So I get it. Like, I had been there. How long were you gone? I was gone for, like, a month. Yeah. But, like, I called every once in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just in a bad place. Yeah. 
And I was just trying to, like, get out and, like, getting out. And the thing is, like, I understood her leaving. But I also, like, that's, like, I loved traveling. Like, I loved going to, like, a new place and not being prepared for, like, the day and just being in the moment. Because you're, like, not in the sadness if you have something to, like, distract you. Um, so it's like, I, I get it. I, I get it so much. And I think that's why, like, also doing this, like, because I know that there's other people out there who get it. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, okay. Anything, anything else? You want another one? Sure. Let's okay. Just ma- is there an easy one? <laughs> None of this is easy. <laughs> you need an easy one. <laughs> okay. So, would you go back to Japan? I would. Yes, 100%. Um, I would love to retrace the steps. I would love to go to the places like we didn't end up going to. Um, I would want, I would hope to get something out of it, some sort of closure. Um, I think I just kind of need to plan it, but I think there's like, there's like the financial roadblock and they're just like, I want to go with the whole family. Right. But then that's like a extra pressure too. There's times like, you know, I wish I could just go alone and just experience it from like her perspective. See what that would be like. Um, but like if I was able to get a private investigator an interpreter, somebody that knows the area, and just, like, kind of go. Go for, like, a month or so. Yeah. And see, you know, see it for what it is. Like, try to reframe it and see it from a fresh perspective and fresh eyes. You know? Yeah. I think... Yeah, I need to do that. We need to do that. Do you want to go? We'll get on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know mean, we always... I, yeah. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, okay. It's just a matter... It's a logistical thing. Logistical? Yeah. Logistical? Logistics, financial. <laughs> it's like, you know, the realities of it. Like, I want to be transparent, like... I don't, we're not made of money, (laughs) you know, so, and it's just, you know, you gotta be, you gotta make sure everything is taken care of first. Okay. What else? Okay. Got a couple more. Okay. Okay. This might be a long one, guys. What do you think, (laughs) what do you think in your gut actually happened to Sky? So knowing Skye and who she was and the secrets that I feel like she was keeping, I think she met somebody online and they told her to come or they said they'd help her out in some way and she believed them or yeah, like ultimately that is what I lean towards. And I don't think it ended well. Like, I just, I don't know if she's still with us. Like, I feel like there's, I try to be as 
logical and as grounded about this as I can be. Of course, there's always some hope. But, like, I feel like I try to keep each appendage <laughs> in a different realm. Like, my feet are on the ground. My head is in hope. My arms are reaching out to all these, like, weird conspiracy theories that I shouldn't. And I try to let go of that shit. But, like, I can't help but, like, think about every scenario. But yeah. after 14 years, and Sky was, like, 5'8". 180. I know when I was in Japan, I was like the largest thing in the world. I was 5'7, 150 ish. Like, Sky would stand out. You could see her from space. <laughs> and for nobody to see her, to raise any questions or concerns, I don't know if she would still be with us. Like, I'm trying to be realistic about it. I feel like that theory makes the most sense yeah. based on everything that I've learned about Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, met somebody. They assisted in some way. And, I mean, after that, yeah, anything no, is possible. Anything's possible. In 14 years, anything's possible. Japan might not be the end of the road. Yeah. That's the other thing like that I think about all the time. So, you know, your focus has been on Sky went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Sky did something after that, yeah. stayed in Japan, went somewhere else. Like, where is Sky? Where is the body? If Sky's yeah. not there, then where is the body? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, this isn't a, one of the questions on the list, but something that gets said a lot on TikTok in your comments is like, sounds like she wanted to get away. Sounds like, you mm-hmm. know, she yeah. does, sounds like she doesn't want to be found. And it's like okay, cool, like, what does that even mean, you know? Mm-hmm. It's uh, succeeded, Sky succeeded in that, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, but this, like also, that like, story can go anywhere. That, that yeah. story, there's so many possibilities, and it's, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. I, I Yeah, one thing I always think about when people's like, like, seems like she doesn't want to be found, it's like, well, why can't I still wonder yeah, why no, can't i still be concerned that. about her yeah when somebody's like sounds Should like I she doesn't want to be found it's like what are you saying yeah like, like you what's your follow-up yeah what do you what do you want like that doesn't it's such a like just weird scroll past me say. it's fine like <laughs> it's such an odd it's such an yeah. odd thing to put out there say something and that's yeah. fine whatever um okay Next. Uh, is there anything else? Yeah, there's one more. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that we have two questions on the list left. Mm-hmm. Do you think she went to Aoki Gahara? Is that how you pronounce it? Akiya Gahara. Okia. Okia? Akiya Gahara. Okay. I think. I mean, I could do a Google, like, pronunciation. Akiya Gahara. Akiya Gahara. Okay. So... She went to Sapporo. Uh, Kiyogara is at the, like, kind of the base of Mount Fuji, and that's over by Tokyo um, for kind of U.S. Vis- vis- visualization. Japan is about the size of California. So it'd be from, like, it's like a 15-hour drive, because also Hokkaido, where Sapporo is located, is the northernmost island. So you have to take, like, a ferry 
and then drive. So it's about like 15 hours to get from Sapporo to Akihabara. And there's other locations in Japan that are considered like like a suicide forest. But that one's the most famous one. That one gets asked a lot, but given where she went, I'd say no. So yeah. Oh, that was, that a, good, that was that. a quick one. <laughs> the last one is Ooh. how can we help? Can we donate anywhere? I think so. To be honest, like if I'm being transparent about it, a GoFundMe, I always hear like horror stories about <laughs> like people get this money and they, they don't realize it's taxed and stuff. I feel like. I'm honestly looking for, I'm looking to be the most informed. So right now, if you guys want to contribute to the podcast, that would be amazing. You can, any, if you just donated a dollar once, that would be rad. That'd be something I can get started with. So if I wanted to get a trip together with my family and get a PI and all that stuff, I think the best way, so I know that it can be, accounted for properly you know like because it's through um the platform and the platform i think i can just make sure that the taxes and things like that are set up properly so i would honestly just if you can you know support me through there that would be awesome you know um yeah I'm just looking for the best, I want to make the best financial decisions with something like this. I don't want to get in over my head in any way. I don't want to get like, I'm a little scared because as I said before, like I, you know, when you grow up financially insecure, even if like as an adult, I feel pretty secure, you know, I feel like we're, me and you. We're in a good place, but you can't, I can't shake that feeling. But if you want to support the podcast, guys, that'd be really great. I think you could just go to Spotify or Anchor, wherever I'm located through the podcast. You can go to the main source and you can donate there. So yeah, it should be in your link tree too. I th- oh, I think it is in my link tree. Yeah. Think so. <laughs> I need to <laughs> make sure that link works. Yeah, I need to make sure that link works. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of like, yeah. I hope that helps, guys. I hope, I hope this wasn't too long or too crazy. I know I'm a rambler, um, right, Tim? Mm, I don't think you're a rambler. No. I think you're just trying to get to the point. I know. It takes a while to get there yeah, sometimes. I'm a, I'm on a journey. Yeah. I'm on the path less traveled. It probably needs to speed up a little bit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I will actually leave a Q&A on this episode as well. If you have any other questions, please... Um, send them my way or send them on TikTok. I often, um, yeah, I'll I'll try my best. Often I have a three-year-old who takes over my entire life and my focus. But anyways, um, 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or if you have any questions for Tim. Don't um, ask him. Ask them. <laughs> and also, if you, you know, when you want to check out his world famous tattoo skills or whatever, you can find them on Instagram at Bodies Need Rest. I should have said that in the beginning. Oh, it's all good. You're like so famous. You're famous to me. I'm proud of you. I needed you. You're my like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So that's about it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.